Time for our weekly conversation with pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor, the Jaguars and the Cleveland Browns. It's preseason week one, and we're back at the bank. Fred, what's up? JP, man, back at the bank. You know what that means. It's football season. Let's get it. Let's get it indeed, and it means some of the starting football players will see some time on the field tonight against the Browns. That's good news. Doug Peterson said that on Wednesday in his press conference. That includes the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. He'll get his first game action in the preseason. What do you want to see out of Trevor in game one of the preseason? Actually, game two for the Jags, his first game. You know what I would love to see, JP, is a a touchdown on the first snap of the game, but realistically – uh, that doesn't always happen that way. It's a hard league. It certainly isn't easy. You know, I just like to see him get out there, uh, command the huddle, you know, show that he still has control of command over the huddle. Uh, I want to see them go fast, get guys out in their positions, and uh, just snap the ball, play football. It's, it's, you know, their second preseason game, but for Trevor, it will be his first action this year, first action in Coach Peterson's uh, new system. So I like to see how well they communicate, you know, at this point uh, of the season from the sideline, you know, head coach, the play caller to the quarterback, et cetera. Uh, I like to see him come out healthy in his limited role. And um, that's about it. So uh, we understand his first or second preseason game, but his first action. So we don't we're not going to ask for much of him, but we do want to see that the mechanics of it all you know, or, or where they should be at this point in the season. Fred Taylor with us. Same goes for Travis Etienne Jr., who, of course, was injured last preseason, missed the entire regular season with a Liz Frank injury, but he's back. He's been back in training camp. He didn't play last week, and you can just tell by the way he's going about it and talking to him that he's fired up to just play in some kind of football game, I think, finally. Yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to that as well. I haven't had an opportunity to see him as a pro. I haven't had much of an opportunity to see him in practice. You know, I've been away, but I have seen some clips. You know, he's running around. He's, you know, energetic and optimistic. That's what I love. I, I want to see that he, how he and James Robinson, you know, how they could, you know, share the load once both of those guys are completely healthy out there. But again, same thing that I mentioned with Trevor, just like to see him get out there, get some snaps, show his uh, versatility and his, you know, dynamic ability out of the backfield, but also come away injury-free. You know, with all of these guys, that's my focus, man. Uh, I know it's football. They have to get out there, try to knock some rust off and try to create some timing, et cetera. But uh, more importantly for me, especially with preseason, I want to see these guys come out uh, injury-free, and that's key. Fred, everybody held their breath when Tyson Campbell went down in Canton on Thursday night. But talking to him this week, hey, they said they're going to get two series. He wanted the two series. That's a mindset thing, right, for a lot of these guys. And I know you know Tyson well from his younger days. Uh, just getting into his head this week, he, he knows he has a starting role in this team. But when he has an opportunity to go out and play, that's just how he's wired. you got to go out there and play and fight through some stuff. Of course, we're, we're, we're definitely all happy that Tyson didn't get injured. Um, but that's the mentality you want from your players. We, we had an opportunity to sit down with T.J. Watt, Mr. You know, All Everything for our podcast over there a few days back. You know, he said, hey, I, I'm not practicing a lot, but, you know, I want to practice. You know, I want to be a part of this. I, I want this. You know, and that's what you want to hear from your starters and your, the guys that you're dependent on. You don't want to hear guys 
you know, get excited when coach said, hey, you got a day off. You know, you want those guys that are going to go out there that want to play, they want to compete, they want to work, more importantly. So, um, you know, Tyson, he's just wired that way. He's always been that way. Uh, he He's going into his year two. So for me, year two was miles away from year one, you know, just in terms of awareness, you know, just um, that confidence. And you want to make sure that you belong. You know, you want to let everyone else know that you belong. And, you know, having that I want to play, I need to play mindset is what it's all about. The With the CBA and the rules changes, JP, uh, guys don't get a lot of time, you know, out there and practicing on the field. It's not like the days of old. You know, they barely get time in pads. I think it's a, a few padded practices throughout camp. Uh, I think I hear something like there's an 11-hour rule when you can be on the field and all that other crate. I mean, you have to be a math major now in order to be a, uh, an athlete out there to keep up with that stuff. But uh, the bottom line is these guys want to play, and I don't blame them. There was no 11-hour rule in 1998, 99, 2000, I'm guessing, right? There wasn't much in 98 except uh, coaches can keep you out there for as long as they want. And uh, one of my favorite persons on the planet and uh, one of my favorite coaches, in co Tom Coughlin, hey, the 11-hour rule, I don't know if that would work with him. He'd probably be appealing at every chance he'd get. Uh, he would lose, obviously. <laughs> he would lose those appeals because they did a pretty decent job with the CBA. But still, um, it didn't exist in my day, J.P., uh, uh, and thankfully, you know, I was able to actually just get out there and go. I, I practiced my butt off and I played my butt off. Fred Taylor, proud of the Jaguars running back, is with us. Well, to that point a little bit, you said there's only a few padded practices in training camp by rule. Well, in a practice Sunday after two days off following the Hall of Fame game, uh, Doug Peterson cranked up the intensity a little bit. They had two live periods and apparently – like the first play, Andre Sisco decleated Travis Etienne on the sideline. And, okay, I guess we're really live now. So he's going to do that a couple times. I think there's another one coming next week, Fred, but it might tell you a little more about your team, how they respond to a situation like that. Not trying to hurt the guy across from him, but you got to see something out of these guys when those physical practices come. Hey, I totally agree with you. I think it's a great call by Coach Peterson. You know, like, yeah, we need to see where you're at, whether it's by mind, simply by mindset, you know, physicality. We don't have a lot of these practices. You know, we need to see that the linemen are going to get in there. They're going to have proper footwork, uh, hat placement, you know, and they got to get in there and they got to tangle up with these guys. You know, back in the day, there was a term I think it's still probably used now because coaches still have a lot of coaches still have old school mindset. You know, and, and they want to see contact. They want to see some physicality. They don't want to see um, wrestling and, you know, the, 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 that fake stuff. They, they want to see football, right? Real old school football. I think the players want it too. You know, those guys want to hit. You know, they want to see where they are. They want to see that their angles are proper and, uh, you know, their hat placement, you know, when they're tackling is proper. Their pad level is proper. Uh, and when it's go time, it's it's go time. And uh, the other day it was go time. And, uh, you know, Cisco, you know, he woke Travis up. And, and I'm sure Travis is going to be, you know, ready for the next time they go at it. Fred, final thought here going into officially preseason week one, the second game for the Jaguars. 
We'll take away number 16 from this equation, but beyond him, who are you most excited to see on the field against the Browns? Uh, JP, um, throw, you stole my thunder right there, you know, because I'm rooting for 16, man. I'm definitely uh, excited to see whenever he gets ready. But, uh, man, um, I want to see ETN. I hadn't had an opportunity to see him out there. I'm, I'm biased, obviously, as a running back. Uh, I, w- I want to see him bounce around. I want to see some explosiveness. I want to see, you know, if they concoct a player or two to, to get creative in the pass game and give him my opportunity out there to show his hands and that versatility. Because coming in, he was compared to uh, Alvin Kamara. So I want to see some of that because I enjoy watching Kamara's game. So uh, I would I would say he is the, 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 the one person that I'm looking forward to see. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you at the bank, and I'll see you on the video boards coming up in just a little bit, Fred. Thanks a lot. That's right. Let's do it, man.